Do you right. do voice warm-ups? Red, red leather, yellow leather. Okay, I'm ready to podcast now. You pipe that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> um, before we get into the podcast, I think we need to bring this to light real quick. We obviously put the Q&A out mm -hmm. on the Instagram. Um, would have been last Friday about the Grant Horvat interview. It is happening. It's happening later today, actually, and it's not going to make it into this podcast. So the Grant Horvat interview will be on next week's podcast. You got to wait one week, people. We're building hype. We're it's, building it's hype. This is that was unintentional. But now there is unintentional hype built for next week's episode. And also what's cool is it's the last episode of 2022 for us. Oh, fuck. What a quinky dink. So it's going to be quite the electric episode. Um, we think yeah. we haven't done it yet, but it's probably going to be electric. Yeah, I mean, how can it not? Obviously, you guys know everything going on in the golf world. It's great because um, golf, it's been such a stuffy sport lately that, um, you know, we have the live and the PGA drama. We have players defecting over to the live. Now we have, you know, the good, good situation. Mm -hmm. And that's like the next kind of big thing um, for drama in the golf industry. And um, we're going to have Grant on and, and I, I, that's all I'm going to say. On top of that. So that's coming next week. Be prepared. Be on the lookout. Might put a couple teasers out just to get you guys even more excited about it. Build even more unintentional hype. Um, but <laughs> in terms of today, you know, I know. So a lot you're, of, you're stuck with our lame asses for a whole nother again, week. Yeah. For uh, the 116th episode in a row. Somehow Jake is still in the chair. Not fired yet, by the uh, way. That's actually why we're bringing Grant on. We're interviewing for interviewing him for your spot. Oh, that's fine. And uh, it, all I know is all he needs to say to get that chair is yes. There's also been no conspiracies, Tyler, about Grant Horvat possibly joining the Breakfast Ball crew. So that's all I'm going to say. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't give him any reaction. Yeah, well, I just don't. I, I love conspiracy theories, and that's one that we should start. He's joined. He, no, no. He's hired. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it uh, next week for you guys. Um, but, okay, here's the thing. I've been thinking lately, and... Um, well, I mean, to start, that's a change. Where do you where do you do your thinking at? Um, no, I do most of my thinking alone in my recliner. I'm a big recliner While watching guy. TV. Sometimes Usually, I, I get too to, distracted by the TV. To it has to be a mindless, like a bullshit football game I don't care about yeah. or the news. Um, something like that needs to be on. And then then the brain is rolling because I got a noise in the background to shut off all the demons that talk in my head. And then I can just think freely. See, that's just TikTok for me. Mm. Um, I just throw TikTok on and then I forget about every every other worry in the world, <laughs> which is a very slippery slope. Uh, it's great for us because, you know, good ideas are generated by that, but it's also a very slippery slope. Yes. Uh, I think we need to address the cow in the room. Jake, what course are we at today? Uh, we are. There's a fucking. You mean the moose in the room? There's a fucking barnyard. By, there's. <laughs> What kind of farm has... Well, you can't see it now because it's behind We're the at Clarkson's cow. farm. There's a deer in this pen of animals. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a high-fence deer. We're at Clarkson's oh, farm on the GS Pro. deer standing next to the llama and husky. Yeah. Uh, I happen to notice every animal is animated except for the chicken in the coop. Uh, it's just standing. <laughs> I think that's just a, a logo for the so the chicken knows which house is his. Okay, this is all. This is great filler by you guys, but for those yeah. listening and not watching, you have no idea what we're. What we we're just gave about. him a great audio visual. We're in the stew. We're in the stew again. The new stew is a simulator. Great fucking audio visual, Tyler. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I, you. I'm a 
painter with you my words. You guys know exactly where we're at right now. We're in the stew. Okay, back to my thinking place. Shitter shower. One of two places. I was in the shower, um, and I was thinking... This better be a groundbreaking idea with all this hype you're building. No, no, This no, is no, intentional relax. hype, too. Well, you delayed it by talking about Clark's Yeah, I was trying us. to build more hype for you. I realized this morning in the shower that Christmas is on Sunday. <laughs> Christmas Eve is on Saturday. With a dawn. What I, a fucking epiphany. And I haven't done any... I, I, haven't, I haven't bought any gifts yet. That's not good, Ryan. I know what's now. Nice. You have to go shop in person because nothing you order is going to get to you in time. Unless you, uh, unless this company is gracious enough to do one day overnight shipping, which is going to cost another hundred fifty dollars. You're going to have to spend double on all your presents. I know. And there's this thing about like you're thinking about Christmas in November. Mm-hmm. Why not just like if you have an idea for somebody, just go and buy it. Like a lot of people do that. I did that. I know they do that. Do <laughs> I, I? No. From the beginning of November, anytime like I saw an ad, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good present for this person. I just bought it. But what if you see another thing where like, wow, this is way Doesn't better matter. for Once that person. Once the person, person is purchased for, they're off my, my out of my mind. Yeah, I have. Uh, I mean, I did. I, okay, I've done a little bit of shopping. It's been for my wife. And I received one of the items from... She's going to listen to this. I can't fucking spill the beans. Never mind. Meg, skip forward 30 seconds. Um... So I got it in the I got it in the mail from Amazon and it was broken. So uh, another downfall of waiting last minute to shop for Christmas. However, later in the podcast we're going to talk about the holiday gift guide, the do's and don'ts mm-hmm. for buying Christmas presents. We got some good ideas up our sleeves. Um, however, there's some more news we need to talk about before we get into that, and that is Tiger and Charlie teed it up again this last weekend. Yes, they did. How much of it did you actually watch? I keep forgetting that there's golf on during football season, okay? Yes. I didn't watch any. I forgot all about it. I mean, rightfully so, Tyler. The Vikings played on Saturday. Unbelievable is- win. Um, and everyone that's saying that it wasn't the greatest comeback of all time, you might be right because there's the Super Bowl comeback. But in my opinion, it is the greatest regular season game ever played. Behind the Bills game? No, I think this is better. This, really? You thought this was better? Yep. I mean, it's one of two. Yeah. And the, the Bills game or the Colts game. For this to those two to be in the same season for the same team is fucking bananas. And then you're I'll, a Spark Notes guy. You're a Spark Notes guy. You'd forget to read the chapter the day before a test, so you'd Spark Note it, and that's exactly what you do with these golf tournaments, which I completely yeah. understand. Yeah, you th- get on YouTube, you throw on the highlights, and mm-hmm. you figure out what you need to know from there. Yeah, and I have one giant takeaway from the highlight, my Spark Notes session. What is it? I'm 100% fully recanting. Any chance of us ever beating Charlie Woods in a scramble? And who, and who, and remind me again, who said that we couldn't beat him? You did. But that we could beat last year, Charlie Woods. We can't beat the homie hit puberty with a vengeance. I was going to say, how did he grow into a man from a boy over the course of one year? He put on a hundred fucking pounds and six inches. And also the amount of swag that he walks yeah. with. Um, I mean, weird. It's Tiger's son. He yeah. walks with swag. He he does shit a lot like his dad does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that should not be surprising to anybody. He's been watching him since he was born. Yep. But to actually like put those two side by side and compare their swings and compare. I don't know if you guys saw the recoil vi- video, meaning like when they come through on their swing and they're like on their complete follow through and then they recoil the club really 
back really fast after mm. they hit a monster drive. They both do it in the same exact way. And you know that's on that's genetics too, because that's not something that you like do on purpose because dad's doing it. That's just something that happens because you share the same genes. Yeah. I mean, think of all the shit that you have picked up from your dad. I mm-hmm. definitely have not picked up his golf swing or anything like that. Like uh, mechanics and the way you act is like not stuff that you pick up from your parents. Like, yeah, I feel like it's all genetics with them. You know what I'm saying? Which is it's weird because like you you don't look at somebody's recoil like that. And you're like, I want to do that. Yeah. I mean, My I point exactly. Like that. <laughs> but I get what yeah. you're saying. I get I, I'm a I'm a very uh, I'm an anomaly. In yeah, I just I don't think Charlie was like, Dad does that. I want to do that. I think yeah. it just happened because that's the way their genetics work. They're wired the same. Um, I do. You guys wonder why I walk so fast uh, from place to place. I get that from my dad. Mm. Um, it's a yeah. It, that's the explanation right there. You need to know know more about that. So if he has, why Ryan? Why are you walking so fast? It's like it's genetic. Why do you do? You, who do you get your jerky jerky walking fast driving still skills from? Because you drive the exact same way you walk. I get that from neither my mom or dad. I actually don't know. Mm. I, I think that's just a me thing. Okay. It's a lead foot thing. Uh, I don't know. But I guess it's a good question. Like there are, there are multiple other things too that he, I mean, hey, leg injury, PNC champion. They're both injured during the PNC championship. Did you guys not notice? I mean, it was news all over the place. Charlie's ankle was fucking hurting him bad yeah what the hell happened well i had heard a couple different places that it's like uh growth spurt growing pains mm. which is understandable oh, yeah, the I kids got put it. on 50 yeah. pounds since last He's year definitely growing and he i mean he went from a like an 11 year old to an 18 year old in one year <laughs> yeah um but he was like it was affecting some of his shots big time yeah now team woods finished minus 19 through 36 holes they finished tied for 10th um and i mean the the squads in front of them. We're talking Justin Thomas and his dad. We're talking JD one and JD two, who were two shots off the lead. Uh, VJ Singh and his son ended up winning it all. Also, what like uh, what was, was what was that noise you just made? Also, <laughs> that was so high pitched. VJ VJ Singh and his son to win it all. Like, I don't know. Like. How anticlimactic of a PNC for like, oh, you know, granted, they have been playing in it for a long time. Yeah. But I don't Didn't know. Didn't they? When was the last pretty time? close to winning it last year, too? They've never won it before. Yeah. They've got I pretty mean, they, close. Yeah, they come pretty close. I mean, Tiger and Charlie came pretty close. They were like, they were nine shots off. I mean, that's a lot of shots off. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Dailies like, finish number two. Give me the like. I want the dailies at, at the top spot. I want Justin Thomas and his dad at the top yeah. spot. Or Jordan Spieth. Why? Because I love that the Sings won it because nobody gave a shit about them until they won it. That is everyone okay, is focused okay. on the dailies, they're focused on the Thomases, and they're focused on the woods. And VJ Singh and his son are like, fuck you guys, we're better. Yeah, when was the last That's time? That's actually that a you- good point. That's yeah. a good point because it's like th- imagine the conversations that they're having behind the scenes, like, hey, there's zero pressure on us mm-hmm. right now. Um, we can go out and win this thing and everyone's going to be like, holy shit, no one saw this thing's coming. The frustrating part, and we're guilty of this too, they went out and won the damn thing and we're still talking about Charlie and Tiger more than we are them. Are you guys part mm-hmm. of the problem? I think so. I think you are. And I think the whole world, except for maybe like <laughs> the Sings themselves, are in the same boat. Everyone's yeah. talking about Tiger and Charlie. Well, but yeah, like even then, when was the last time that you were like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm really rooting for VJ Singh in this tournament. You know, yeah. it has it's been a while. 
He's one of those classic golfers that everyone knows their name, but I don't know if he's a ton of people's favorites. I would agree. I would agree. Like, if he wins, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, cool. Yeah. But I'm never like, VJ's my guy this week. He's just one of those guys that's been in the league for so long, Mm -hmm. or that's been in the PGA for so long. That's like... Right. Like, I knew who VJ Singh was before I even cared about golf. Yeah. Well, I think the the reason behind that too is like he he was in his prime during an age where there wasn't really no social media. Yeah. A lot of those guys were. Yeah. So I mean, like the Jim Furyk, I, I feel like a lot of people knew Jim Furyk because of maybe his swing antics or something like that. But unless you were really watching golf during the VJ Singh era, he probably just like it's hard for him to be your favorite. You but don't know him that well. Contrary to that, there's Phil Mickelson as well, whereas his prime was in that area, but people still fucking love Phil. That's true. So I don't know. You do the math on that one. I think the only reason I ever rooted for Phil is because my grandpa is such a huge fan. I never really gave a shit about him until grandpa because they're both lefties. Yep. He was big when grandpa was in the the height of his fandom. Yep. Mm-hmm. They both and, swing Wedgwoods. Yeah. They both swing Wedgwoods because <laughs> they're 97 years old. Yeah. Also, but then like also for the Phil thing too is like he's, you know, known for doing crazy shit with his clubs, yeah. like crazy shots and stuff like that. And regardless of whether or not social media is out there, he's going viral for that. It will yep. be on Sports Center top 10 shit like that, you know? Yeah. Okay, now I want to circle back to the Charlie, the Charlie versus Tyler and Ryan situation. We need, we're scrambling, and yep. he's just playing straight up. Yep. We need, we need a stroke per hole. You think? I still think it's closer than everyone's giving us credit for, but we do not win. Because I mean, if we were to play a scramble together, a two-man scramble, which we've actually never done, I think True. you and I are probably going. Well, it depends. I think on we're probably shooting maybe one or two under through nine, okay. maybe four or five under through 18. And that's I mean, that's being generous. We're yeah. both dialed that day. Well, I was going to say that I don't think we'd shoot under. I'd say we shoot low 80s. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, Tyler, I can I would shoot low 80s by myself. OK, and I guess it depends on what's on for us that day. Also, we, we there are certain days where our whatever's on really complements the other. Like I'll putt well, you'll 100%. drive well, my irons are on, you're chipping well. Yep. Like it all depends. It would really suck if that day we we're just both driving well and neither one of us could fucking putt. We, I, I agree. We'd get blown out. Um, do you know what gonna be what's gonna be? Do you know what's going to be a massive day in the golf world? Um, down the road. What? When Charlie Woods officially enters the realm of social media. Yeah. I I kind of hope the kid stays away from it. I I don't think he can. I, he, and I, I think for brand, I mean, not that, again, it's Tiger's son. He probably doesn't need brand deals, but it's just, it's good for him and his brand and his personality to be a part of that kind of thing. I If he does, I hope that it's a situation where he has someone doing it for him. And yeah. I think Tiger 1000% has someone running his social media. Mm-hmm. He is not. He is not in tune with uh, the ads that are being posted on his Instagram page. No. You can just tell right away. Um, and that's probably going to be the case. Now, I think JD, too, does a pretty good job of just like being a normal kid, uh, living the college life but also being the son of a very notable professional golfer. Well, it's because nobody realized that John Daly even had a son until like three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Because like until he went to Arkansas and started killing it, nobody realized that John Daly has a son that's super good at golf until he went to Arkansas and was crushing it. 
except for the true, true golf hardos. Okay. Like the average golf fan like us didn't. Did you know about John Daly the second until three years ago? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it's kind of, Tyler, this podcast is becoming a lot of like me just spewing shit out of my ass and you correcting me. <laughs> and I actually really enjoy that because you like you give me you give me the time of day to just speak my mind and what I'm thinking. And then you're you're honest enough to correct me in that. So I uh, do appreciate that. Yeah, well, I get my brutal honesty from my father. So Okay, well that's great. I mean, genetic <laughs> yeah, again. Yep. Um, but I think it's kind of like when Bronny James, LeBron's son officially joined social media i mean he he racked up like a million some followers in a single day yeah it's gonna be the same case with charlie however i am with you i do think he should maybe stay off of it for a bit um but when that day comes that is going to be a massive day in the golf world because like with the with the woods name one comes a heavy burden of living up to it yep and two it comes instant success in any any realm like that yep and so I, I I feel like, and I am pulling a Ryan here and just blowing this out of my ass. I have I'll no evidence it. whatsoever. I feel like Charlie is the type of person that wants to make his own name. I agree. In in the world, like he's totally fine with being Tiger's son, but he doesn't want to just be known as Tiger's son. Yep. So yeah. I think that there's it's it's a tricky situation for him to navigate the world of social media because he's going to get a billion followers just because he's Tiger Woods' son. But he's got to figure out how to way to leverage that into being his own person. Yeah, it's like for athletes, it's like you see a lot of father son duos who are also athletes. Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr., mm -hmm. Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken Jr., right? Like whenever I see people like that, the father is always like not as big as the son, right? When mm -hmm. you take examples like that, it's hard to be bigger than Tiger Woods. Right. So it's, it's like also it's hard to be bigger than LeBron James. Yep. Yeah. It's hard to be bigger than Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Which is. Why? Little Brawny, like, don't name your kid after yourself. <laughs> then he's really fucked up trying to get away know, from your legacy. Dude. I know, because every, every every time I'm on I'm on social media, I see a Brawny post. It's like, you know, uh, what star recruit is he? Or like, will he even make it to like a big division one college? I mean, he will. I mean, it's it's the name, it's the NIL money that's gonna roll mm -hmm. in from these big colleges. So yeah, it's it it, it will be tough. Um I would say the PNC championship though is my favorite tournament to watch. In golf, I'll say that right now. Really, of all time, more I, so than the waste management. You think. I still think well, yeah, the Ryder Cup's my number one. I fucking love the Ryder. Cup, Ryder dude. Cup is fun, but when you see father son duos and yeah. like where, like, how did Justin Thomas learn how to how to golf like that? Well, his dad literally helps with Charlie Woods. I was just gonna swing. say that's his coach. Charlie yes. Woods' swing coach is Justin Thomas's dad. Oh, so really? You, you yeah. see the guy behind the like behind the mayhem here, actually golfing. You mm -hmm. don't see that very often. Yeah, it's like when we finally golf with our father, Lucas. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I mean, the guy shoots 600 through 18 holes. Yep. Uh, unbelievable. And he had a f he just had fun that day. Yep. Ah, oh, great. I'd yeah. love to have fun. And maybe... Uh, Disappointed maybe with his score. I had fun. Had you guys should time. scramble against him. See if you could beat him. That's, actually That's a, a great idea. test. Because if we can beat Lucas, we can beat Charlie. Because I think Lucas is better than Charlie. I would agree. And, and you know, there's a 10 to 12 year age gap Yeah, there. and Lucas has been literally a professional <laughs> golfer for how long? Correct. Uh, we'll get that on the yeah, we for should. Sure. Yeah, we should shoot that video. Um, I mean, what else in professional golf, Tyler? This is so not us. Daily, number two. John, big John, playing on one leg. Also. But well, thank God he's got three, so. <laughs> yeah, he's getting, he, he get, he's getting a knee replacement soon. 
So he was hobbling around. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone at the PNC is hurt. <laughs> However, everyone's it's still kind of funny to see all the old dudes just like <laughs> holding their backs. Everyone still shows up, though. That's yep. the best part about it. And I think that's why they like that's shows you how much they enjoy this tournament. They're hurt and they keep showing up. Now, I don't know if you saw it, but I believe it was Saturday. John Daly and John Daly the second 1151 tea time. JD one shows up at 1131. <laughs> he shows up to the course now to get your bag and, or maybe he showed up to the range at that time. Yeah. Fucking hit a couple one handers, probably sig, sig and some sort of beverage in hand. Brent hit a couple one handers. I'm sure smashed a couple drives and then hopped up from the tee box. Classic John Daly Sunday. Zero balls hit on the range. Zero chips hit on the fringe. And zero putts hit on the green. Rolls up to the first tee. And they finish second place, I believe, two shots See, off the lead. That just goes back to, like, the range shouldn't impact your game. All it is is to loosen up. And when you're the his age, you don't need Correct. to loosen up. You just you just grip it and rip it, is his favorite phrase. I mean, the amount of times he's done it, he does not even need to look at a driving range mm-hmm. to this day. <laughs> um, and I think to close out the pro golf talk, uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler, Tiger's back. I am back too. Tiger's fucking back. In a he big, is. Big way. I Did love, you, I love the press conference of Charlie being like, like I knew he was a pretty capable golfer, but I didn't, I'd never seen him play like this before. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, he was on, but compared to, when he was on on is you still didn't see shit charlie your dad is the fucking goat yeah um when they pull up golf statistics about like here's how this person who just won this tournament ranks uh up to tiger or like john rom's been first in the world for x amount of weeks and how many weeks behind Ty- tiger mm-hmm. that he still needs to catch him it's like thousands right it's like it's, no one's gonna sniff those records which is the brings me back to my Charlie carving his own thing out. He's never going to live up to that. Which so he's got to make his own identity type of thing. I would agree. I would agree with that. Yep. Um, I mean, if he does though, that'd be fucking cool. That would be fucking if sweet. All the Tiger Woods records get broken by Charlie Woods. Yeah, <laughs> that would be unbelievable. That would be great. Um, so try at least a little. Give it a shot. Did you see the Justin Thomas question in the uh, the post round press conference? Mm-mm. So. They were like done with the interview. And then Justin Thomas was in like the media. Like he, he was asking a question and Tiger's <laughs> like, no, no. Cause he saw he was about to ask him. One. He's like, no, 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 no. We're, we're done. We're, we're taking no more questions. Like joking around. Yeah. And Justin Thomas is like, uh, Charlie, what's the, like, what's the deal behind the Snoopy hat? <laughs> and Tiger like pulled his, he pulled his hat over top of his face and he's like, <laughs> oh God. And Charlie gave like, a very political answer um, in that situation because you could tell his dad was like, oh, fuck, not this. And he's like, well, you know, it was the only hat in my closet that fit me the best. So that's all I can say on that. And then Tiger's like, great answer. (laughs) So it makes me wonder, like, what's the deal behind the Snoopy hat? Did he get a brand deal with the peanuts or what? I, that would be <laughs> hilarious. His first <laughs> little Charlie Woods, first ever brand. With Disney World. Well, they're not Disney. Um, oh, they're not. No, no, uh, no. I'm thinking of Camp Snoopy. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Mall of America. Oh yeah, yeah. Camp Snoopy. That's still not Disney. Still not Disney. No, I, I know it's not Disney, but Mall of America used to have fucking Camp Snoopy. Yeah, you guys, that's that's what I meant. Not Disney World. Okay. 
Yeah, you're right. Anyway, it'd be hilarious if his first deal ever was with Charlie fucking Brown. He's golfing up there in the yellow shirt I with never, the black stripe. And Lucy comes, pulls his ball off the tee before he can hit it. I <laughs> right. never thought about the Charlie Brown deal. Yeah, well, that's Snoopy's owner. No, I know. I know. But I just like, I'm like, what's the deal with this? Dude, Again, I, Tyler, spewing shit out of my ass. I'm and sure, you're correcting me. I'm sure he just had like a stupid Snoopy hat or something. Yeah. But it seemed like so much deeper than that. I, well, here's the the realistic answer is that he probably lost a bet or something. Mm. Like his dad was probably like, hey, you know, you got to wear a Snoopy hat the next tournament. Some shit like that. Or it was but, a bet with Justin Thomas. Or, yeah, his dad. Something. Yeah, like if you guys win, we'll wear Snoopy hats next year at the PNC or something. Yeah, yeah. Because Charlie is, he's notorious for trash talk to Justin Thomas. Yeah, the whole note he left in the bunker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> really? Yeah, he like left a note in the bunker for the, for one of the Thomases that said like, this is a right hole or something. Yeah. Like play it right. Um. Anyway. It was uh, a left hole. I'm waiting for the answers, some answers to come out on the Snoopy hat. Don't, I don't, I have no idea right this, now. This we. this is the hardest hitting question we'll have all day. Um. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back <clears throat> with some holiday gift guide talk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll wrap things up with uh, some very interesting, crazy golf rules that I don't think you've ever heard of, nor have I ever heard of them before I discovered them. Okay. I'll be right back. We're back. We're back. And like I opened up with, um, I mean, Christmas is going to be here very, very soon. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to go. You're going to have to go to a store, which sucks. Yep. Maybe you could Instacart it. Maybe you could um, uh, drive up delivery, do something. Or you could just go in the store. You can maybe head up to the golf section. I don't know. Maybe look at the clubs. Maybe hit a couple clubs. Maybe yeah. buy a new club for yourself. It is Christmas and you do need to treat yourself. Maybe walk out of there about five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars in the hole. Whoopsies. Did that Sorry, over honey. Black Friday. Whoops. You you what? Wait, what? Yeah. Over Black Elaborate. What did you buy? Your bag's right here. No, I didn't buy golf clubs, but I ended up spending oh. $800 or like $700 on myself. You got, got gaming break. shit, didn't you? Well, I got a new processor for yeah. my computer, and then I got a, <laughs> got a couple Ken Griffey Jr. jerseys, and yeah, it'll happen. Why do you need more than one Kate Ken Griffey Jr.? Because he's a simp. Yeah, he's like, you know how much I love baseball. He's like Tiger Woods for me. It's Yeah. Is there yeah. a goat for baseball? Um, No. It's um, just because every position's so different, you know? There's like goats for positions, is there? Not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's pitchers. There's you know, sh- like the best who would be the best or... pitcher? Is it Nolan Ryan, yeah. Cy Young? Maybe the awards after him. No, nah, it's not Cy Young. It's probably Nolan Ryan or maybe Randy Johnson. If you well, a lot of the there. a lot of the dogs were in the steroid era too. So yeah. it's like, how do, do you? Um, and I mean, my opinion on that is like, just let everyone do steroids and level the playing field. If you're not doing steroids, you're going to be a step behind. So just the problem with that is it tarnishes legacies and records that are standing pre-steroid. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know. So I think you can, I think you can, you can separate the two. Yeah. Like, but then there's stick. never the true defined best. There still isn't though. Uh, <laughs> based off this conversation, there it's, is it's still baseball changes the rules too fucking often. Yeah. Anyway. Guys, it's time to go out Christmas shopping. Today, we want to talk about the do's and don'ts of ho- the holiday gift guide for golfers. Yes. Obviously, when I open a present on Christmas morning, I would love for it to be something I can bring out onto the course, something I can use in the golf world, something I can enjoy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Are you the same? Yes. And I, I, I'm course. pretty sure I, I know what I know what Grandpa Dave's getting you. He's getting you something golf related. Yeah, I'll probably get a bunch of noodles. Um, 
Actually, Grandpa Dave doesn't do the shopping. So I, Grandma Kathy I does. probably won't get any golf shit for Christmas, but Grandpa will randomly just give me a golf knickknack. Uh, but it, it's never for like a specific day. Sure. Yeah. Like he'll like he gave me a ball marker just randomly like a month ago. Like he gave me a divot fixer. Uh, he just finds random shit and gives it to me. He loves finding like old clubs at Rummage. Says like, do a video on this. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like the like, like the extendable putter. Yeah, he he gave that to me for a video. Like, yeah. He made it once for a joke when we were playing each other head to head. But then he's like, take this, do a video. Like, remember all the club videos we yeah, did? Yeah, they all came he, from him. He gave us all of them. Can he get us a hammer driver? I had one. That's the first driver I ever had was a hammer. Can we get one? I'll I'll see if I can find one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we need to get that other driver too. That that uh, the breakaway one. The breakaway driver. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, is that that one that like the overswing? I I sent you a link for it. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, that brings me to a good point. I I feel like a big, like a kind of a a no-no when it comes to gifts for us is golf balls. And I say that because you guys understand what type of golfers we are. We are, number one, trying to extend the round as much as possible. And in order to do that, we are, we're in the shit. We're in the trees we're in the long grass. We're looking for balls that is going to carry us through the next two, three, four seasons. And why is that, Ryan? Why do we look for balls so often? Because it's fun. The- it's almost like a game of like hide and seek. You never know what kind of ball you're going to find. But and don't get me wrong. Getting balls is great. But I feel like there are more practical gifts for guys like us that someone could get. So so we're somewhat on the same page. And here's where I differ. And I understand your point here. My The reason I like looking for balls, yes, is because it's fun. And two, I love Exercise. free shit. Free shit is great. So give me balls. It's more free shit. I'm going to have a tough time with this list. Because if it is given to me as a gift that I don't have to pay money for, I'm going to like it. Obviously, we're going to accept anything. Yes. But on that note, it's like, I think there are more practical things that yeah. that we could receive or that I, somebody could get us. Now, I think it's shit that we do not want to buy, Tyler. Yes. I would say one do for us to wrap up either, you know, from Santa or whatever is tease. I'll take tease 100% every time. Because Here. I can't tell you the last time I bought a tea. <laughs> yeah. If I am out of tease or if I forget one in my, like, if I forget to grab one from my bag and I'm already at the tea box, I'm just going to find a broken one and prop it up in the grass. Or if he needs a tall one, you'll just scavenge from the rest of us. Correct. You look around the tea box a little bit. The downside of having the first tea time of the day is sometimes the grounds crew cleans mm-hmm. up all those nasty teas. Which is r- rightfully so. Correct. Um, but it also like, then I, I need to really be on my the, game. The best though is when they got the little box of broken teas there for yes. you. They sweep them all up, but they don't throw them away because they know there's people like you and myself on par threes that need those. And they're more commonly found on par threes, but they you, that need those and they're there ready for you. And you don't even have to search the tea box. They're just there in a nice little pile, neat and organized for it's you. perfect. And then like, once you see that box, at least for me, if I break a tea, I'm throwing it in that box for the next guy. Yeah. I'm not leaving it on the tea for the tea box for someone else. Like, I would agree. To scavenge for. I'm being nice and I'm putting it in that box. So I love those. The best tea to find on a tea box when you have left one back. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> the best tea to use that isn't yours is a plastic tea yep. that you find in the little tea box of broken teas. So, mm-hmm. I mean, some people are like 
they have all the money in the world because they'll hit they'll hit a tee they'll hit a tee shot and they'll just leave their tee in the ground do, for the next guy. Do you remember when we were golfing in Nashville the first time, and I pocketed? I'm not kidding you. Eight. Tees because the group in front of us, some guy would leave a perfectly nice, like pro tee, the the plastic, hard white plastic yep. ones with the blue marker with the line, and he left one on every tee box. And I use those the rest of the year. Tyler, some guys are rich, some guys aren't. I did I'm not. And that guy was, and it was he was great following him. Apparently, the people in the highest tax bracket just are not picking up their tees when they're done with them. Yeah, they can't afford to bend over. They got business deals to do. No, I know. And, and I'll tell you what, that baby's going into, that's it's going straight up into my hat for mm -hmm. every single hole after well, that. You would have had a fucking tee from ear to ear all the way wrapping around your hat. <laughs> yeah, actually, hey, that's a, that's actually not a bad idea yeah. just to see how many you actually come out with. Like a crown of tees. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm with you 100%. I will take balls. I will take balls. But here, and I will too. Here's my advice for you, though. If the golfer in your life that you are buying for is anything like Ryan or I, we we love Pro V1s, right? But I would rather have... Because it makes us think we're sick. Yeah, I would rather have triple the amount of balls that aren't Pro V1s so you can spend less money. I agree. And I get more balls because I don't care what the ball is. I agree. I just want more of them. So don't, Grandma... Becca, if you're listening, don't spend $40 on 12 Pro V1s. Spend $40 and get me 100 noodles or 100 top flights. I don't give a shit. I said the, t I said the T word in front of Ryan. He's like, no, top, top flight. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Tyler, I can go around town and pick up rocks out of landscapes <laughs> <laughs> and gift them to you in a box. Yeah. Oh. Just go to Costco. Give me a shit ton of Kirkland's. That's it. Now that is a great idea. Mm -hmm. The Kirk, I don't know. It's, you know, everything at Costco is in bulk, mm -hmm. yeah. including the golf balls, mm -hmm. including the golf gloves, including the wedges, the wedges. You can't just buy one. You, you got to buy, buy the three. wedges in bulk. You got to buy them in bulk. You got to buy them <laughs> in three. Uh, yes, that's also a great idea. Another practical gift idea that us as golfers are never going to buy is training aids. Yeah, I would. That's a hundred percent right. I will never ever purchase a training aid for myself. But if someone buys ever. you a training aid, like fuck, uh, yeah. you know, if if Meg's like, well, every time you got done golfing last year, you came home and you're like, you just can't fix your slice. You don't know what's going on. You know, in the back of my mind, I figured it's not the driver; it's the guy swinging the driver. So mm -hmm. here's a good little training aid to fix that Meg's slice. Great, awesome. If they swear by it. I will use it. However, I'll never go out on my own and buy it. I hope to God you open a present and Meg is shit talking your swing. It's like I got you this because you have a fucking terrible slice, Ryan. I mean, she not like she's probably the one, one of the only people I talk to about like my struggles in that area. It's yeah, like, I don't want to talk to you about it. I see it. No, exactly. Um, and she just sits there and listens, which is why she's the best. <laughs> and smiles and nods and buys you a training aid. Yes. Um, um, even like the perfect practice mat, like mm -hmm. for putting and doing all that kind of stuff, like snow day at home can throw the perfect practice or, um, and I, that's like, uh, that's like Kleenex for me, the perfect practice. I, you can get any putting mat. I just call them all that. You can get yeah, the perfect yeah. practice yep. or you can get any other putty mat. Um, that's um another I got a too. putting mat for a wedding gift from Jared. It's a great idea. I would have never bought it for myself, but now I have one and I use it semi-regularly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good snow day activity. Yep. My kid loves it. Um, You ever heard of the leg shot club? No. Uh, or like the swing stick. 
It's a lot like mm -hmm. the swing stick. So it, it focuses a lot on tempo. Um, it's a, it's just a, like a flimsy, yeah. flimsy club. You have one. I like that thing. I do. Yeah. I always, I always stretch with it. Correct. A swing stick is another great gift yeah, idea. Really loosens up the old man joints. Uh, got one of our, got one of our golf group chat buddies. Um, the three of us in the chat with him bought it for him for his birthday. Nice. Um, and I think, you know, he's going to get great use out of it. That's another good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about you guys, but bag accessories are the bomb when it comes to getting gifts. I'm talking new, on. new towels, new club brushes and stuff like that. Cause I don't go out of my way to go buy those things when I need a new one. Like say I need a new club mm. brush, you know, the wires are all fucked yep. up and whatever. Those are super easy stocking stuffers. What they're like five bucks or something like that. Yeah. You just then toss them in there. You could just get a mini grill brush. Yeah. Literally. That's it. Like I, my dad got me a grill or a grill brush. My dad got me a club brush <laughs> like a couple of years ago. And if my brother hadn't stolen it off my bag, <laughs> I probably never would have gotten one. So I agree hundred percent with the brush, the towels. Here's my stance on, on towels on the bag. I don't want one. Because when you have one, that's enough. Yeah. And it seems like when you have one, another one shows up and right. another one shows up and another one shows up and then you have five golf towels, but it's not something that you just cycle through. Like It's not like you wake up no in the morning. There's no expiration date on a golf towel. Right. And you're not sitting there when you choose your polo for that round. You're like, hmm, I wonder which golf, which golf towel I want to put on my bag Correct. today too. It's, I've had a breakfast ball towel on my bag for the last two years. And I'm not going to take it off until it rips off or there's a hole in the middle. I haven't even washed it. You don't even need to wash no, those No, you things. don't need to wash them. Well, I, I think it's like, I don't know if it's, well, it's a microfiber material. Mm -hmm. So I don't I think it's, it's just good dirty. Yeah. Like even yeah. if it's dirty, it's clean. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, well, even it's not if, like you're, you're not washing dishes with it. Well, you're I, just wiping water off your club. Yeah, yeah. And even if like, if I'm sweating my ass off on the course and my towel is super dirty, I'll still wipe my face with that towel. Yeah. None of the dirt transfers to my face. Oddly enough, I don't know how that works, but it doesn't. Um, so don't get me a golf towel. I'm good. Now on the, on the topic of golf towels, I'm, I'm out on things that are personalized. Unless it is like a ball marker or mm. a divot fixer or something that just like is stagnant in itself. Now, if we're if we're talking like a, a personalized head cover or a personalized golf towel or something with your initials on it, I don't know. I'm kind of like that's cool and everything, but you're kind of just stuck with it then. Yeah, I'm, I'm. See, so Ryan, we're again we're so close to being the same but we're a little different still on this. A similar take. I don't want anything personalized whatsoever. If it's like consumable in a way, I don't yeah. want personalized balls. I don't yes. want personalized yes. tees. Yes. I don't want something that I have to choose to use and could potentially lose because I'll never use it. And then what's the point of having it? Like a ball with my name on it, I'm never going to use it because I'm just going to lose it. And that, 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 goes back to my point of like things that are stagnant, like yeah. a, a divot fixer, a ball marker, it, that, that stuff will always stay with you. Mm -hmm. A ball, a tee. I mean, even a head cover, you can forget somewhere. Yep, right, right. Like shit that if it attaches to my bag or stays in my pocket, I'll take it personalized. Correct. Yep. But if it is on a club or being used on the course, I don't want it. Or if it's like serves a really functional purpose and stuff like that, like something that like, 
if somebody got you something personalized and you're like, fuck, dude, this thing doesn't work worth a shit. <laughs> yeah. Then you feel it's bad because like it's like you're like, stuck, stuck with yeah. it. Man. And also, there's only so many things you can like put in or on your golf bag. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, uh, there's a limit. There's only so many pockets um, or even like a golf glove, a personalized golf glove. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm out on it because no, you're, you're going to throw it away in a month. Yeah, it's just going to get wrecked. And then when you're done with it and it's gross and sweaty and stands up like a freaking gym sock and a what sock a gym sock okay you know oh, what I mean. from gym or a tube from sock that was underneath <laughs> your childhood bed okay we'll just go there when your glove is stuck rigid like that and it's got your name on it and it was like a nice sentimental gift you you don't throw it away do you no then what do you do you just got this stinky ass glove in your bag for the put rest it, of eternity put it in the trophy case yeah I'd, for what? Again, Trophy I, case for all the 98s I shot this year? I don't know for what, but it's personalized, so you have to keep it. Yeah. Now, I'm also in on like uh, things that don't even contribute to your golf game. More me memorabilia, if you will. Uh, like a display case to store your balls in mm -hmm. from cool courses that you went to. Or I've seen something on social media where this guy, uh, he keeps a scorecard from every cool course he plays. Yeah. And he's got like a big display of scorecards, which is an awesome idea. Yeah. But Do shit you that, keep the ones you play shitty on? Um, if it's a cool course, yes. Yeah. Because if it's a cool course, I'm just there for the experience and not for the score. Yeah. And people see that. You put that one really high up. So it's hard for people to <laughs> yeah. see the score. Yeah. You just like. It's a cool course. Like, oh, yeah, right up there. Yep, that's when I played Pebble Beach. Yep. And then you just don't see the 115 that's written down. Yeah, yep. the, one, the one where you played the local nine-hole course and shot a 41 <laughs> is really up and set. Yeah, yeah, this one's down here because I know it's not like a destination course, but it holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> well, and again, shit like that, you can... It's a great icebreaker. It's like showing your buddies like your guns when they come over to the house. Bring them to the basement. Yeah, you want to come look at my balls and yeah. my cards? Come look at the uh, my scorecards from the last 10 years of these courses I played. I mean, there's all there's a story. You can pick a story from every course that you've played to tell somebody else. Oh, here's what I want. I want a golf gimmick made. Do you remember when the state quarters came out? Yep. In the giant cardboard yes. map that you could put the quarter from each state on. I want somebody to make a map like that, but for ball markers for the 50 states. So you can That's get a ball, actually a phenomenal idea. You get a ball marker from each state and you put it in there and then you can display that up on the wall. That's a phenomenal idea. I was, I'm I in. thought you were going the golf ball route with it. That would be cool too. But I think like just the ball markers, cause those are so much more unique. Like balls, they can just slap their logo on it, right? And when you get them all like set in stone in the display case, it looks like an American flag. Yeah. Like yeah, these right. chairs we're sitting on. Well, then you got to like color coordinate what course you what you get the ball No, like from. they just come like that. Like Alaska ball markers are red. Mm. And uh, Oh, no, no. I'm saying like I golf in North Dakota once, right? So I just pick one of the courses in North Dakota. Oh, you're just talking any random yeah, ball yeah, marker. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant this is like a sanctioned thing where like you can get this specific ball marker for this display case in Alaska. No, I meant like, yeah, if we go to Arizona, I get one from, gotcha. yeah, the waste management, you know? So that's like, that's your new collectible. Yeah, but I want, I like this map thing because like I do this, I buy ball markers from cool places and stuff. They're just all sit in a pocket. How about for like like it's it's a map of the fifty states and in the middle and I don't know if is this is this how the quarter I, thing works? I think works? this is exactly, exactly what, what I just Tyler described. just described. 
I, I thought I thought it literally just went into like a little circle with like a description of the state above it. No, it goes on a map. Oh, it does. Yeah. I was never into that game again. Again, <laughs> here we go. Thanks for the clarification. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> but hey, what a phenomenal idea by me. Had this I, had we had this conversation 50 years ago, I might have just came up with yeah, the yep. quarter idea. Yep. Son the, of a bitch. The epiphany in Ryan's eyes just to regurgitate the idea. I mean what if in my head it sounded great yeah, it is i mean we agree we had the same idea yes yes we did <laughs> um uh, i'm out on gimmicks i don't want a ball sack oh to yeah to put my balls in on my bag no uh, one that says uh uh property of becca on yeah them. right those I, ones are so f- i don't want one of those i don't want the uh ball marker that looks like a, a dick i basically just don't want any genitalia golf related material uh, do you have the tees with boobs on them? I, I've seen them. I don't own any. No. Got one sitting I in my bag over don't there. Don't want one. Merry Christmas, Tyler. Again, like, that's funny. It's funny for it's a whole. funny once. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's good for one laugh. But when you golf with the same people every time, I don't need to be nutsack boy. Honestly, you could. A great fucking gift would be getting 18 of those little gimmies and just having one joke per hole when you're out with your buddies. <laughs> That that's so much preparation. That yeah, so you just gotta so like plan it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think the boob tee is great for hole four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a buddy that has the nutsack thing on his bag, and every time I see it, I just groan. Like, ah, I got half a chuckle the first time it I was, ever saw the nutsack. Yeah. And now it's just like, <laughs> there you are again, your balls hanging off your bag. Well, I I'll see them on somebody's bag, and I just don't even comment on it. Yeah. Because that's what they want. They want you to comment on it, but. I'm not going to. No, well, don't I'm give them the do- satisfaction no, of that. No. Another great gift for a significant other is the homemade personalized coupons <laughs> that like that like you you type up on the computer, "Hey, this is good for one free massage or this is good for one blah blah blah." Yeah. If you get a, if you get a personalized coupon that says like, "This is good for uh uh one round of 18 with the boys whenever you want. Or yeah. th- this is good for two extra hours at the 19th hole whenever you want. Um, this is good for one free golf trip this next summer with the boys. That is fucking elite. Yeah, and it cost you zero dollars. And the permission is in the slip. Yep. So no questions asked. I'm leaving this week for my golf trip. Here's my coupon. It costs your significant other nothing. Um, all it costs them maybe is like a day with the kids or like a, you know, a fr- like one free day without the kids. Like, hey, honey, I'm taking the kids to grandma and grandpa's house. You do whatever you want today. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a tea time booked for you and three others at this course at 8 a.m. Um, you oh, can go have a day. That would be tight. Adding the coupon. Here's a golf day for you planned by me. It costs them nothing. Because they, you're paying for the round, you're paying for the drinks. She, it's it's the permission that is the gift itself. Yeah, I think that's huge. I also like the coordinating idea of like they already reached out to all your friends. They got it set up. You don't have to deal with the the golf group chat. Anyone bailing on you? Well, even if they don't reach out to friends, like they they give it to you for Christmas for this next summer when the course. Yeah, opens. I'm just you saying just, like you hand the coupon in like hey yeah this is you said you'd plan it here's the coupon will you text my friends <laughs> text my friends book us a hotel room uh get us this time of t- for the tea time like that would be elite yeah. in my mind 
I'm big on that idea. Big coupon guy. Did that a lot as a kid. You don't even here's need... Here's a one... Yes, I know. Here's a coupon for me to take out the garbage, even though that's already my job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you don't need to go to the store for it. You don't need to do anything for it. You just need a computer... You just need a slip of paper and a pen. Yep. For yeah, sakes. you don't even need to type it. You can no. write it out. It's a great idea. Phenomenal. Is there anything you're out on? You haven't said a single thing you're out on. Yeah, I did. I said balls. Oh, I said yeah. anything personalized. Um, and then... My last one that I'm out on, anything that can uh, attach to the cart. That being a speaker, a range right. finder. Oh, is this because of a, trauma? It, please do not get that for me, especially. <laughs> I'm going to buy that myself and I'm going to be the one to lose that myself. So I'm going to feel bad for myself. I don't want to lose something that somebody else mm -hmm. gave me and then feel bad like son of a bitch like they paid 150 bucks for the speaker and i just lost it yeah yeah okay. i'd rather buy that stuff myself i was going to call you out again because like i know you've had those things correct and i've but lost you've, them yeah and this make, makes 100% sense um what about i don't know why they're not why don't we just have our speakers connect to our bags Wow, because then you can't hear them if they're out the back end of yeah, the... Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Wow. I got like a little JBL circle speaker that if it had like a like a spot for a carabiner, it, it projects from every side of the speaker. Like, yeah, the quality isn't going to be as good when you're driving and it's bouncing on your bag, but you're not going to lose that. I'm That's trying to true. think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... Or... Even if the speaker could like, you know, because the Bushnell speaker is also a GPS, it's a, yep. a rangefinder, it's a GPS. Um, even like if the, if somehow it recognizes, it obviously recognizes when you're done with 18 holes mm -hmm. and it gives you like a buzzing alarm or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. When your cart becomes stagnant for so long, right, which it like it, starts it, to buzz. All we need to do, all we need to do is have a Bluetooth. Like it's obviously connected to your phone via Bluetooth. The Apple AirTag. You know, when you drive away, you get an alert. Like, hey, you left your fucking speaker, guy. It's oh, the same yeah. concept. Turn around as the, and go get as it. The AirTag. Yeah. If you get, if like, if your phone gets too far away from the AirTag, like my dog has an AirTag in, in case she runs away. Um, it'll say like, hey, uh, this Apple AirTag is like two miles away. Mm, I'm yeah. going to fucking get it. Yes. And also, if you AirTag a speaker or if they have some sort of like tracking device in it, you know what groundskeeper you need to go to. Yeah, you know <laughs> what you know what you know club what shop attendant that took your speaker has. You can literally follow him back to like his house and not. And then on his you front connect door. to the speaker and you play Fortunate Son as you kick down the front door. Is Fortunate Son the one from uh, Home Alone? No. no, Fortunate Son is the song they play is like the helicopter swooping on Vietnam. Oh, or yeah. you could play the home the Home Alone one. I don't remember the song. It's not a song. It's a movie that he plays to scare I, off the I, I know. I'm That's well aware. Are <laughs> you just going to play the movie Home Alone? Well, it's Bluetooth. You play whatever you want on it. <laughs> You're just listening to the audio of Home Alone? Or you no, you about skip the... to the part of the guy with the machine gun. Oh, you no good uh, yellow belly. Yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Now you get it. Son of a <laughs> bitch. Okay. That wasn't that Merry great, Merry fucking Christmas, everybody. Get some good gifts. Are we done? Yeah, we got one more segment. Do we want to we want to save that one? For what? I don't know. We've been saving it for months. Let's just rip the band. All right, off. let's do it. Um, I was doing some research in my thinking tank, that being the thinking toilet. Um, I thought you just said you're a shower guy. He's well, both shit or shower. That's yeah, true. It, it, it all depends. So we've been hanging on this one for a bit. What I found out is there's some wild golf rules out there mm -hmm. that I did not know about. And I guarantee neither of you did either. But 
Yeah, I knew like, them all already. <laughs> there's there's a couple of these that I'm like, okay, this is like this is a great way to enhance the game, especially for people who don't know these rules. Number one, the water bottle rule. Wait, are these like actual sanctions? These are actually PGA? US. These are actual USGA rules. I don't I don't listen to those rules. The water bottle rule. You cannot place a water bottle on a green and use it as a level to de determine how a putt will break. That is so smart, though. It's a phenomenal idea. Oh, my God. Never I... did I think about, like, hey, if you bring a beer up to the green, like, that's great. Like, you're sipping on it while your buddies are trying to make their putts. That's great. But, hey, maybe sip on a water around the greens. Dude, just, you just got a beer and a glass. That'll work. Or a beer and a glass. Or, that, I mean, another great reason to have mixed drinks or Bloody Marys yeah. and clear cups on the course is so you can pull this out of your ass and be like, dude, I don't know which way this is going to put. Well, you just know you're reading over there. You know, you like you just you squat down to read your line, right? Well, as you squat down, you set your beer down like inconspicuously. Yes. And then you, you're and actually might, just looking at your beer. It might be a little off because you don't want to make it super obvious where you're putting it like in the middle of your line. But yeah, uh, it's yeah, still going right to give you a better idea of what that putt's Dude, looking like. So, that is such a good regular golfer hack. Yeah, the water bottle rule is illegal for those who know about it. And we but, are not playing in any sanctioned USGA events, so it is now legal in yeah, our regular right. group stuff. Had you not given us that rule, we never would have done it. But <laughs> yeah. now that you gave us that rule, we will do it. What are rules welcome. meant to be? Broken. Yep. The next one, this one is fucking stupid, uh, <laughs> is the orange rule. And this obviously only applies to certain states where oranges are grown. <laughs> if your ball is lodged in an orange, you cannot take relief without penalty. What? So you're supposed to just smack the orange? No, you have to take relief with a penalty stroke. Or I'm just saying, like, or you cannot do that, right? You have the option to not take relief, correct? I don't know. I don't know. Um, ideally, especially if the orange is on the ground, um, you just, I mean, you, you hit the orange. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you don't want the relief and you don't want the penalty stroke, just five iron the piss <laughs> out of that orange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean I guess it's, I, I didn't really think about like the oranges being in the tree. You could like hacksaw at it above your head. I don't know if you could legally because I, I've seen a guy do that. I've seen a guy do that on a tour before and he got penalized because like the ball was above, above his swing plane or something like that. Uh, oh, so then it's not the swing. Yeah. It's like the same as like the chess putter. It's not a pendulum. Kind or of. It is yeah. a pendulum. Yeah. Something like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to speculate. So that's um, just why, that's why we play golf in the Midwest because there's no oranges. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, if there was a crab apple rule, we'd be fucked. Yeah. We'd be <laughs> screwed. <laughs> this isn't how... How many times did this have to happen to become an official rule? I was going to say it. It's, it's had to have happened multiple times for it to become a rule. I, I would I think love one, to see it. One time it gets put under discussion and two times it, it, get, it gets put into action. So at least twice somebody in playing at a sanctioned USGA event has lodged their golf ball into an orange. It's got to be those Florida wild. golf courses. Yeah, Floridians. Yeah, Floridians. Uh, okay, the next one is the cactus rule. Arizona rule. If yeah. your ball comes to rest next to a cactus, you may wrap an arm or leg in a towel to protect yourself from the needles, but you can't cover the cactus with a towel. So you have to cover yourself with a towel versus covering the cactus with a towel. Yeah, because a towel is going to stop it. It can poke through my pants. I know, that's what I'm saying. 
Thank God this towel, though, is made of what? Vibranium? Yeah. That's for all my nerds out there. You, you know. Is that a Batman thing? No. Kryptonite? And no. Okay. Superman. Superman. No. Come on, guys. I have no idea. It's Captain America's shield. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, but the yeah. Well, Captain America's shield is a combination of vibranium and adamantium. Move past it, Ryan. Just keep reading the rule. Um, I mean, yeah. The basis behind this rule is wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying wrap it before you tap it? Tap the ball out from. Tap the ball away from the cacti. Yeah. Wrap it before you tap it. Mm -hmm. You cannot place a towel over the cactus, but you can place. Protect your leg. You can protect that leg of yours. Moving on them. to the next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a good one. And I did not know this contributed to this. It's the spit rule. You may spit. I, what about, is this sister rule to the swallow rule? I did not see a swallow <laughs> rule. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. So this is the spit rule. First off, it says spitters are quitters. <laughs> 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 no, the spit rule. You may spit on your club face to clean, but not to reduce spin to hit a straighter shot. Well, what's the, how are they going to tell my intentions? Now, I get spitting on your club to clean it. I did not know that spit or water or anything like that mm. decreased the spin on a shot. Here's now, the move. This is an extension to the chapstick rule which yeah. i also did not see so i we don't know if that's illegal or not so here's the move since i'm just using all these rules as ways to cheat with my friends i'm going to like get like a jawbreaker or something so my spit gets all sticky and then i'm going to spit on my clubs to reduce spin or here's what you could do a lot of sap coming off the evergreens mm -hmm. in the summertime Rub a little sap onto the irons. Yeah. Kind of like pine tar. It, that's literally what pine tar is. It's nat I mean, it's it's all natural pine tar. A Rub pine a tar is all natural. Pine tar is just <laughs> like sap from pine trees. Holy fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fucking pine is short for pine needle. Correct? What? No. Pine, pine is, the is name short of the for pine. Uh, no, it's a pine tree, and pine needles grow on pine trees. Correct, but the I mean the sap like come yeah, yeah. I don't know why I it, did not put two and two together in that situation, <laughs> thinking that <laughs> pine tar came from a pine tree. I think they cook it still, which makes it into tar. correct. So that I I feel like that makes it a different composition than an actual. Sap. I mean, no one's got a fucking pine tar in their golf bag. That's right. Well, like the sap, I'm pretty sure they call it pine tar because it's cooked. That's why they don't call it pine sap. Yeah. I don't know. I could be completely uh, wrong. Wow. My mind here. is blown. I, I, I'm a baseball guy. Never use pine tar, that's but good. also that never you, put two and two together. You're not supposed to well, use pine tar. Ryan, you're I'm a pitcher. Blow your mind again. The bag of rosin sitting on the mound is also just tree sap that's been dried. Shut up. No, yeah, it's not. I rosin, didn't know that. Yeah, that's what rosin is. It's like tree sap and shit. No, it's not. Yeah. I feel like that'd be illegal. It, how does it? It looks like cocaine. It's like all dried and powdery and shit. I'm almost positive that rosin. I thought is it was he just does, You don't know exactly. I thought he it was does just not chalk. know. What are those things called? Rosin, rosin bag. R-O-S-I-N space B-A-G. <laughs> are you Googling right now? I am Googling. All right. Hey, I will, we I'll wear it if I'm wrong, but I'm almost like I'm 98% sure that it's 
pine tar or that's not pine tar but it's like based off of tree sap what's in a rosin bag rosin it's okay. rosin but what Gee, is thanks. rosin rosin bag is a small canvas bag filled with rosin power a sticky substance attracted from the sap of fir trees used by pitchers <clears throat> to improve their grip <clears throat> on the baseball and keep their hands dry <clears throat> lawyered ryan to keep your hands dry and I mean I okay, I, I feel believe like, you now. So so, so so we're not allowed to use pine tar when pitching, but we can use dry pine tar. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Get your shit straight, baseball. I mean, you can use pine tar on your bat. Yeah. If hitters can use pine tar, why can't pitchers? So well, how, no, how about this? Pitchers how, can use rosin. Which though? Which which um is it fucking conferences? Which conference in the major leagues make the pitchers hit? The oh, the National League. The yeah. National League makes pitchers hit. Why aren't pitchers just batting with no gloves on and just getting real pine tarred up? That's actually a phenomenal that idea. Because idea. then it's unintentional. Correct. That's a phenomenal idea. <laughs> Phenomenomony. All right. What's the next rule? That's it. There's four. I mean, these are the craziest rules that I could find. Those are good rules. I am what the, the water one, dude, is elite. The, the water bottle is crazy good. Um, also... The the sap mm -hmm. is another. I'm mm -hmm. not going to say pine tar uh, <laughs> because it's sap on the club face or just spit on the club face. Yeah, um, I think. I would... Or if you're having a like a like a Captain Coke or something like Coke's got you can get some sugar in yeah. there. Hey, anything maybe sticky. It, maybe it's not a Diet Coke day. It's a regular Coke because you're trying More to get, sugars. trying to reduce spin. So there you have it. Uh, you got a eight. couple uh, couple advantages now. No one knows about the water bottle rule, so pull it out. The next time you're out on the course, right? This see is, if anyone notices. We want you guys to share the podcast. Just don't share this episode with them so you can cheat better. Correct. This episode, this segment of weirdest rules ever just turned into how are we going to cheat from here on out? And that's a great way to start. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Episode 116 is in the books. Next week, uh, big interview for us. Big, yeah. Probably the biggest guest we've had so far, Tyler. We promise it's going to happen. It's literally going to happen in two hours, so... We will be on with Grant Horvat here. Get excited for that. Uh, the unintentional hype is just building, I tell you what. It's going to be good. <laughs> um, okay, that's all we got. See you next week's episode. Love you all. Love Hope you all. Have a good, safe Christmas. Get some good gifts. Coupons, get, baby. Get, get coupon, it's free. Hell, that's a breakfast ball.